Okay, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a hot minute. Um, I have my hypnotherapist and friend, Lindsay Robinson, with us today. And um, Lindsay, I, I signed up for hypnotherapy with Lindsay and continued to work with her for another round because it was so powerful and so effective. So I wanted to have her on the podcast. So Lindsay, if you could just tell us a little bit about you and um, what you do, and then we'll dive into the deep stuff about hypnosis. We'll dive into the deep dive uh, yeah. hypnosis. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to sit here with you and talk about really fun things like hypnosis and how to, I guess, harness the power that you already have in your mind to create positive change. Um, a little about me. So I am a weirdo. I've always been a weirdo. <laughs> Growing up, I was always like the kid that would hang out in the cemetery and have a Ouija board. I was always super fascinated with like spiritual stuff. Yeah, you didn't know this about no. me? Oh my gosh. I just, okay, so I grew up in Michigan in a very semi-historical town, you know, uh, early 1800s. Um, and I, there was a cemetery by my house that just had the most beautiful ancient looking uh, headstones. And I thought it was always fun to just go and walk around as beautiful, very quiet, I guess. And I would put my hand on the headstone and be like, how did this person die? You know what I mean? Like I was so young. I was like 10 years old. What? Who does this? I've always been super fascinated with what we can't see. I've been fascinated with how powerful we are, even if I didn't understand it really as a kid or, or know that as a concept, I felt it. You know what I mean? So I've always been in, into that. Yeah. And when I got older, I, I translated it in my head to, okay, well, maybe I'll become a psychologist, but what's more fun than that? I'll become a criminal psychologist. I'll study forensics. I'll be a forensic psychologist, all that thing. Yeah. And then I couldn't really deal. So I got to a point in my life where where before I could watch like surgeries and scary movies and all these things and fascinated me, I was kind of like, mm, but do I really want to saturate myself in death all day? No, I don't. Mm. I do not. Uh, so, <laughs> so I was like, kind of put it on the back burner. I've always been ambitious, but I put my ambitions on the back burner just because I didn't know how to translate them. I knew I wasn't ever going to be normal or like, you know, run of the mill get a nine to five, but that's exactly what I ended up doing because I just didn't have any answers. And then I moved to LA. So you have to pay your bills. You know, it's not an easy city to live in if you don't have a job. So I did the thing. I got the retail job. I became a manager, did the whole retail management thing for seven years, six years until I got pregnant with my first child. And then I was like, I don't want to go back to 50 hours a week. I don't want to never see this child. I don't want to just drop him at daycare when he's six weeks old. What do I do with my life? That was the first time I'd ever kind of gone back to that question. And I don't even think I ever asked myself that point blank. What do I want to do? What do I like? What's fascinating to me? And I was like, oh yeah, I remember this book that I read when I was 19, which was Destiny of Souls by Michael Newton. And then I read Journey of Ooh. Souls by Michael Newton and it changed my entire life because it, it kind of married the psychology and the spiritual side of me. It, he's a hypnotherapist, was um, RIP. He, he's, he was a, a hypnotherapist who would take his clients into the life between life phase. And if you're unfamiliar, it's this idea of reincarnation. You know, we, we live a life, we die, we choose the next life and we come back. Uh, and this book, these books are taking us through that selection process of how we choose our next life, who we choose to be in our lives, what our purpose is, what we look like, you know, where we're going to be born, all that stuff. And it just fascinated me and it spoke to me on such a deep level that I knew was truth. And so here I have the psychology. He's a hypnotherapist. Oh my gosh. Here I have the spiritual side. It speaks to everything that we are beyond what we see. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I found the thing. So I remember that book. I decided hypnotherapy was too risky. <laughs> I need to do the safe thing. And then I challenged it. I was like, but why not? Why can't I do that? Other people do that. Why can't I do it? Um, so then I just made a call. I was like, what if I just made a call to the, to the first thing that pops up on Google? And this institute was down the street from where I would have gone back to work. I'm not even kidding you. So that was the first validation of like, okay, how have I never seen this building before? It just like appeared out of nowhere. So I went for a tour Ended up staying and studying for a year. Um, residency was six months. And then I graduated with honors. And now I'm a hypnotherapist. I could not be happier. And I feel 
on a deep, deep soul level that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And there's nothing like that feeling. And that's what I want to help people do. And that's what I what I try to help people do is realize that you are on your soul's path and everything you're doing is for a divine higher purpose and, you know, you're doing it. So I like to light people's mm-hmm. souls on fire, basically. Yeah. And I, um, after Lindsay recommend, like talked about that book, we had Lindsay as a speaker in our mastermind and I got it and I, I like have read the first half and, and I need to finish it. But when I was reading it, so good. I was like, oh my God, it, I knew the same thing that you just said. I knew that this was true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a feeling that I, I very rare for, for me because I like to question and I like to be what I would consider, um, skeptical maybe or or just the opposite of naive you know I like to know what else could it be you know what else could it be rational and that's the beauty of our minds is we have that logical rational feeling but when it's that powerful I don't care about logic at that point I'm just like (laughs) this feels good I feel like it's true my soul is telling me that it's true period you know why why do we feel the need to logic everything away and we do that with our goals all the time why are we I almost did it Imagine me not doing this. It's it, I can't. I can't imagine myself not doing this. But I almost didn't do this because of the logic. Oh, well, the idea of being successful in that, it, the statistics are very rare and other people do that, but you need to do the safe thing. Like, it's just, it's a safety mechanism that I feel like in most situations is so outdated and, and born from things that we're taught, you know, from society, from parents, from our from our circle that just has an expiration date and we just failed to check the expiration date and we just kind of kept carrying it with us and it can really be a help help uh helpful thing but most of the time it's a hindrance yeah uh especially when you're talking about your goals and now you have three kids and you're the breadwinner of the family uh yes so 2020 happened do you know that? Did you know that we were in a pandemic? Did you know that? <laughs> what? <No. laughs> Wait, what? So 2020 happened and my husband held out for a long time. He was able to keep his position at his job until September, October, and then they just couldn't justify it anymore. So um, since fall, essentially, I've been the only, I've been the sole uh, provider, I guess, for the family, head of house, which is, I mean... I always was, but whatever. Uh, and uh, but but it's funny because my goal when I started this, I, I would say about a year into hypnotherapy, this would have been about 2013, 2014, I made it my goal to retire my husband because mm-hmm. since we'd been married, he's been doing the job that he doesn't really enjoy. You know, I think a lot of us can relate uh, because it is safe and it is the thing that, that pays the bills. Um and he's done – he's put in his time. You know what I'm saying? So when I was like, you know, when I get super successful doing this and I'm able to help a bunch of people, I'm going to let him retire, meaning like do what he wants to do. Um, and it happened way sooner than I <laughs> – it just happened. It seems like – you know how they say things that happen overnight usually take years? Okay. And that's what this felt like. It felt like it happened overnight when really I'd been working for this since 2013, 2014. So the fact that it happened so quickly, I guess, you know, I went from, I don't know when it's going to happen to, oh, it's happening right now, you know, (laughs) very quickly. So it was pretty unexpected, but it also expected if that makes any sense whatsoever. But it's just a confirmation that like, we're always manifesting, we're always getting what we want. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just, A, need to recognize it and B, need to remember to trust and allow that it's all working out Mm -hmm. because it is. It always was and it always will be, you know? Yeah. So what is your favorite part about working with clients doing hypnotherapy? Favorite part? Oh, gosh. There's so many favorite parts. But one that comes to mind is – well, okay. One that comes to mind – this can manifest in many ways, but a lot of times it's just a a, a facial expression – where I'll say something or they'll realize something or after a hypnosis journey, they'll get this certain face that's like, oh, (laughs) the light bulb kind of goes off or it's like an aha moment where it's like, so that's what, (laughs) that's what it's supposed to be. So that's how I'm supposed to feel. Oh, so, so it is possible, you know, whatever, however it shows up for them, but inevitably, um, it happens, you know, and, and that's the moment I know that, okay, 
she's activated. Here we go. Let's keep, let's see how far we can ride this wave. And um, that's when the magic really starts. And that I would say usually happens around three or four sessions, give or take. Um, three or four sessions in, you, the client, starts to realize, oh, something's happening here. And it doesn't have to be so difficult. And then a few sessions after that, one or two sessions after that, those around you will start to notice, oh, she's doing something different. She seems so much lighter. She seems happier. She's smiling more. What's going on? What's her secret? Um, And that's also probably my second favorite, when other people around you start to notice the shift and the change and and you stepping into who you actually are, you know? So cool. And I remember the hypnotherapy session that we had where that happened for me. And it was like this she did, you did like a money journey. And I, and I just had this like huge breakthrough around how I was like viewing money. And I had all this, like this fear around like my debt, my business debit card. And like, oh, I that's right. Face And I was, cr- I was not expecting to cry, but I had this, I cried and it was so powerful. Um, and it totally shifted for me. And I had my friend Lauren be like, you are like, you are different after since working with Lindsay. So I totally remember that. And okay, so tell us around like your process and how it works. And what's the what are the benefits of hypnotherapy? Okay, which one do you want me to answer first? <laughs> uh, I'll try whatever. I'll try. Want. Okay. And I also have this problem with like, not stopping. So you'll have to stop me when I've answered the question. <laughs> I'll just raise my hand. <laughs> You're like, uh, we got it. Yep, we got it. Uh, so the process, um, I mean, you might actually be a better person to explain this. But from my point of view, the process is, you know, I meet with the client and we talk a little bit about the week prior and how everything's going. If it's the first session, we'll do a little pre-induction speech where I dispel the myths and rumors about hypnosis and all the the fallacies around it, get the client's concerns and what they're most concerned about uh, with hypnosis. Uh, We can go into some of the most common myths if you want. Yeah, let's chat about that because I think that's really important for people to recognize. So some of you listening to this might be like, oh, hypnosis, is that where they cluck like a chicken? Or isn't that like mind control or paralysis or sleep or whatever? Am I in control? Am I out of control? Okay, so you can kind of jump in whenever you feel like you want to say something about this because you know better even than I. You've been in hypnosis probably more than me at this point. I mean, I kind of go in with every client, but not to the level that they do. So um, I would say that the biggest myth is, will I lose control? Uh, No. Let me ask you, Tara, how did you feel in hypnosis when it comes to like control? I mean, totally fine. Like, and that was really not really ever a concern for me. But yeah, it's like, it's so it's so interesting. I would I would go deeper than I expected to. But it was never a loss of control. It's more like a loss of like inhibition, almost. Yeah, like, it was so easy for the answers to come up. But at any point, I could have just like opened my eyes and been like, "Cam, done." Exactly. It's like what I describe it as is like getting like going to like a deep tissue massage or something super relaxing for you. Um, Some Maybe if your spouse is rubbing your feet or something and you just kind of – you do, in a sense, go to an altered state because you're so relaxed that there's no reason to move. There's no reason to do anything but just enjoy the experience, right? Knowing full well that you could yank your foot back and be like, nope, we're done. Thank you very much, but I'm done. Uh, who would do that? <laughs> no one. No one would do that. Uh, and and it's the same with hypnosis. You know, you 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 could, but why? You could, but why? You're so comfortable. You're so safe. You know, you're secure. Secure, especially when we're doing it over Zoom, where you get to be in your own space, wearing comfy clothes. You know, you don't have to get dressed in anything special to come see me at my office. You can yeah. you can just be who you are, where you are, and and, and have a really deep profound experience. Here's from the hypnosis standpoint and and what it the control for the control aspect like what is actually going on. So right now as we are speaking and when anyone's having a cognitive conversation, you're using your conscious mind. You know, you you're thinking about what to say, you're using your logic, your reasoning, you're trying to make sense in the best way possible, which may be difficult for other people like myself who don't always speak in complete sentences. But uh so you're using a lot of your cognitive cognitive ability but you're also using subconscious. So the language I'm using 
is subconscious. I don't need to learn how to speak English every time I speak. Sometimes, you know, I always want to say like, look, it doesn't mean I'm always going to make sense. But generally speaking, you don't have to re-remember. You don't have to relearn how to do these things. You don't have to know uh, all the words and everything. You just need to think the thought and it comes out, right? Same with these hand gestures I'm using. I'm speaking English. I'm using my cognitive abilities, but I'm also using my subconscious to convey my point with my hands. So there's both of these parts of your mind working together very, very fluidly. Most of the time you're asleep and awake. So with hypnosis, you're mainly using your conscious. Your conscious is in the driver's seat. But when you go into hypnosis, it's almost like your subconscious comes from the back seat into the passenger seat. And you have both parts of your mind being very, very active at once. So you are in complete control. You still have the ability to think. You're going to think. You know, during hypnosis, Terry, you could probably attest to this. You'll think about what to have for dinner. You'll think about, uh, you know, is this working? Am I doing this right? Am I making this up? Is it, you know, all of these things are totally so completely normal because your conscious is not shut off. It's just bringing up your subconscious in a receptive way so that we can speak to it one-on-one get the deal, what it's thinking, how it's working, and actually encourage, I would say, encourage the subconscious to take in your positive suggestions, what you want, your goals, and why these goals are a good idea, and why it's okay and it's safe to achieve these goals and have the whole 100% of your mind working together to bring that goal to you. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing um, that I, because I have, I've done like lots of meditation and like, I know about the subconscious mind and I have some background in that, but I was really surprised at how well Lindsay could like bring pull these answers out of me almost like I would say something and then I was like oh like I was surprised that it my conscious mind was like oh like that's yeah I wasn't expecting that and that's how I knew that you were really like getting to my subconscious mind because it wasn't like my conscious right mind was yeah exactly and for we didn't cover this yet but your subconscious mind is 90% of your mind (laughs) everything that makes you who you are essentially is in the subconscious you know, um, your limiting beliefs are in there as well. So that's where we need to go. And that's why hypnosis is so effective because that's where it goes. It goes to the source. It goes to where these limiting beliefs uh, originated and where these ideas and stories about yourself that you've been saying are true have, have originated, have been born so that we can decide, right? We can decide if you still want to hold on to them. And it's always a choice, you know, never, ever, ever, would I ever have a, a client where I'd be like, okay, it's time to get rid of this now if they weren't completely ready and if it wasn't their idea. It's never my agenda. It's always the client's agenda. So sometimes it's not unheard of for us to go in, discover a limiting belief and what it actually is and have the client so attached to it that and know that if they decide to get rid of it, it's gone. And that's a scary thing because you've been living with it for so long and what happens when it's gone? I don't know what that looks like. Oh my goodness. And that's normal too. So it's a very... Sometimes it's a it's a gradual process to get you to the point where you're just like, I am over this. I'm ready to see what's next. Let's get rid of it. But it's never uh, a moment too soon. It's never sooner than mm-hmm. it needs to be. It's never sooner than the client decides it needs to be. But it can, at the same time, happen anytime you want it to. So it's just – it's you're completely in control even more so because you get to decide what you want, what you keep, uh, what you release and replace with something that fits you better – and it's all beautiful and it's all getting you closer down the path to your ultimate goal. And it's different for everybody, but it's always beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the difference between um, like listening to a hypnosis online that isn't really like versus working with you where it's more specific? Well, working with me versus working with anyone else, I mean, is just your I'm everyone else sucks. <laughs> I I I truly here's the thing. The reason that I'm what some would perceive as like very very confident in my abilities is because of my training. So when I graduated from the institute, I ended up working there for 2 or 3 years, gosh, longer. Oh my goodness. Training hypnotherapists uh through the distance program. So we had a distance program which Seemed so weird at the time, and now everything is <laughs> distance. But I would get these students from all over the world who wanted to know about hypnosis. And not some of them had had training in hypnosis before. And 
unfailingly, I would have somebody call that's like, and I'd ask them like, do you have any previous training in hypnosis? Yes, but they never taught me blah, 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 like your course did. They never taught me that. And almost every time it's about suggestibility. Suggestibility is the concept of not everybody can receive hypnosis in the same way. Up until the 70s or 80s, half of the population was believed to be unhypnotizable. Now, of course, we know that's not true. You just were doing it wrong. You were using one size fit all mentality and it's just not that way. No two minds taken in the same exact way. So once we learned that, and there are still places that don't teach this. So I am very skeptical, <laughs> you know, of hypnosis that you just find on YouTube because I'm like, mm, what's their training? Do they really know that they need to make this malleable for most people? Anyway, that's a that's a tangent for another time. But everyone listening to this, everybody on earth has a certain level of suggestibility one way or the other. There's inferential and there's uh Literal. So literal is like take everything at face value. Usually, generally more extroverted where you're hard on your sleeve. You're just more expressive most of the time. There are always exceptions. The inferential or the uh, analytical side of suggestibility is more introverted, more like up in your head instead of your heart. Uh, just the thinkers, maybe the overthinkers, <laughs> the ones that are always in their head, you know. Uh, those are the, probably the most pe the people that are going to be more on the inferential side. So there's a, nobody's a hundred percent of anything. We're all a mixture of both of these things. And so it's my job to know where you fall specifically on that scale so that I know how to talk to you in hypnosis and that you get the best experience. Um, there was something else I wanted to say about that, but I can't remember what it was. I was going to ask you, cause so when I first had my first session with Lindsay, you asked me like a series of questions yeah. to, to figure out my suggestibility. How do those kind of work? In what way? Like for hypnosis? Like I, feel like I feel like you asked a whole bunch of questions, if I remember correctly. And like the second half were kind of like the same question, but they were worded differently. So the, the main – there's two ways that this works really, really well. Number one, uh, it gives me a really good idea of how to speak to you in hypnosis. Number two, it gives you – you know, I don't know if we talked about this. I'm pretty sure we did. It gives you a better understanding of how to word your affirmations. Because affirmations are only, all they are are conscious hypnotic suggestions. Hypnotic suggestions are only subconscious affirmations. They are both basically the same thing, just in different states of mind. Um, when you're doing affirmations, you need to take your suggestibility into account. And an easy way to do this is to, I guess, find out if you're, if you're more literal or more analytical. And just by me describing these two types, you might have an idea of which one you are. But if you don't, an easy way is to write an affirmation two ways, inferential and literal, and see which one feels better. So it just becomes a matter of either saying, I don't know, give me an example. Do you want something like with money? You want to do money? Sure. Yeah. Or but let's do body. Okay. So yeah, body. Give me one. <laughs> uh, so my affirmation for body is I am lean, toned, and tiny. Okay. So that would work for you if you are literal. If you are more literal, if you're an inferential person, or I would say if you're maybe a little overweight or maybe even obese, if you fall into the category of not being tiny, okay, then your subconscious mind will know and it will spit it right back out. There's no, you can't really fool your subconscious mind to some, to, to, to a certain degree. So number one, your subconscious doesn't know fact from fiction. But it does know what you tell it and it does know what it learns from you. And if you've already taught it that you're fat, that you're ugly, that you're whatever, all these things, it's not going to just take in that you're lean, toned, and tiny. It just won't unless you are extremely literal and extreme. I would say it would take it would take a lot if you're on such – if you're in such a, a place that's far away from lean, toned, and tiny. But you can still say this just in a different way. So – if you're more inferential or if you just don't fall into that category at this moment and you know you don't and you know your subconscious won't take that in, you can say, every day I'm taking steps to become lean, toned, and tiny. Mm. So so it's either an I am statement or it's a… I am becoming. Mm -hmm. It's either I am, which really I got to say, like I would say maybe works for 40% of the population. Most of us need some sort of… Adjustment. We need some sort of different wording in order to take it in. I wouldn't even be able to say lean, toned, and tiny. I would be like, no, you're not. Tiny, sure. Yeah, you are. <laughs> toned, 
Uh, probably not. Maybe after yesterday, because I was doing a lot of yard work yesterday. So I feel like I'm superwoman today. Uh, super sore, superwoman. Super sore woman yeah. is what I feel like. Uh, <laughs> but but there are a lot of people that just wouldn't be able to say this. What they could say is something that does feel true right now or feels more uh, – I am statements really are kind of bursting the door open, right? But I am mm. becoming statements are just kind of cracking the door to see what's possible and kind of taking baby steps towards that until you can be that, okay? Um, so that is a great example. I am or I am becoming. Or it is safe for me to be lean, toned, and tiny because a lot of times, I think you can attest to this, the the, the safety factor comes huge with weight, with body image, with, with all these things that you just don't feel safe to do this. You don't feel safe in your own body. You don't feel safe to be seen, you know? Um, so teaching yourself and, and lovingly showing your, your subconscious that it is safe for you to have a leaned toned body or to have any goal that you really want is the key. If you don't have your subconscious mind on board with it, it's not happening. It's just not happening. Uh, willpower is 10% of your mind. (laughs) So good luck. But, (laughs) Yeah. but Yeah. but if you have the if you have the the weight of your subconscious backed behind you and you have that working in your favor it becomes automatic everything that you are today is because of your automatic subconscious programming so think of what you could do if you just had the programming that would facilitate your goals you know what i mean like think of how what would be possible for you and that's what gets me excited is like you're already doing it that's what was that's what i was going to say I know, right? Total goosebumps. That's what I was going to say is you're already, when I said, you know, it was believed that 50% of the population could be unhypnotizable, it was it was disproven. But more to the point, we are all going into hypnosis multiple times a day. This is something you're already doing. This is a power you already have. The software is installed. All we need to do is is calibrate it, right? Calibrate it and tweak it to what it is you actually want so that you can effortlessly and easily move forward towards that. And you'll wake up one day and you'll have retired your husband and be like, holy crap, it happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that's a, actually a really good point. Um, and, and just like a little background of the I am lean, tone and tiny. I, I didn't start there. Like when I was 35 pounds heavier, I started with I am per- I not because I just that's all I knew was I am statements. I said I am perfectly imperfect. And that just brought me to Beautiful. a place of like reality. And like that, which also speaks to the safety of it. It's safe for me to be imperfect. Mm -hmm. Like that's okay. It's okay. And it's safe for me to be exactly authentically unapologetically who I am. And that is when the freaking magic happens. Truly. Seriously, like that mantra I will always come back to. And that was huge in my journey. Like that created the weight loss, probably not the lean toned and tiny mantra. Like that just kind of came later on. Um, there's something else I was going to ask. Oh, yeah. And sometimes, do you find that like with hypnosis, like I know that you do have clients that are like dramatic changes who we both know, uh-huh. Chelsea. Um, and I've had Chelsea on the podcast before too. And Chelsea talked about you on the podcast. Um but it's almost like you don't really realize it. And then like six months later, you look back and you're like, holy shit, my entire life and my whole mindset has changed. And that, I guess, would speak to another myth is like, <laughs> I you would not believe how many people come to me. And it's like, can you fix me in one session? And I'm just like, <laughs> first of all, nobody's fixing anyone. Okay. You do not need to be fixed. Number two, sure, it is faster than cognitive behavioral therapy most of the time. It's, it's faster than going to therapy and talking to somebody for an hour, still very effective. Okay. I'm not trying to diss on any kind of therapy because I think it is all valuable and it all has its place. Hypnosis is is a little bit different, whereas it is so fast. It's like warp speed, right? Because we're, we're not, we're going right to the place where we're going to the room where it happens for Hamilton fans. Okay. We're going exactly where it, it happens and where it originated. So, so that I guess is, is one of the myths, but the thing that I want people to know about hypnosis is, gosh, it is so fast. It is so effective. It is beautiful. It's relaxing. It is, it's safe. It's, it feels easy. It's not an overnight thing. It's not one giant change and then it's, and then it's over. It's daily, tiny shifts in your mindset that, as you said, you'll look back and be like, holy crap, look at everything that's happened. And oh my gosh, look how different I am. But at the time, you'll only notice the little steps. I actually started keeping a log um, 
a, a wins a wins log for my clients so that I can write down, okay, what happened last week? Well, you know, I don't know if this is significant, but blah, blah, blah. It's all significant, but they never know it's significant, you know. Uh, I don't know if this has anything to do with hypnosis, but I got a check in the mail. It's like, okay. Yes. Okay. It is. It is. So we write it down. I, I write down all of the little wins, the big wins, everything that they notice throughout their journey so that if they forget, at the end, I show them the log and I'm like, check out what you've done. Look at how- You have a log for me? I think Yes, I do have a log for you. Uh, I'll have to go and look at it and see. I, don't, I feel like we didn't go over your log. No, but I-, I- like drastic changes. You you were very sure. good at noticing. You know, you were very good at noticing your your wins and and we would talk about them often. You'd send me pictures of you holding your debit card, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I'll get I'll get text messages. I'll get uh well I say Voxer messages or like WhatsApp messages or Instagram messages from clients who are just like, "Hey, it's been a while, but I had to tell you this thing that happened." And what <sighs> Two things. One, yes, the hypnosis can facilitate these changes. Number two, what the biggest thing for me and for the client, I think, is just getting you attuned to notice, right? Because so often we don't. We don't notice the amazing things happening all the time all around us because we're so fixated on what we're doing now and where we wish we were and where we used to be and all these things that we need to be more in the present moment. So when I get those messages, Part of me is like, yay, hypnosis. But the other part is like, yay for you for noticing all these great, crazy, cool things that are happening. And you'll never not be able to notice them. Once you're tuned to that frequency, your attention will be on all the cool things happening around you, which will bring you more things. (laughs) More and bigger and better. Yes. Thank you. More please. That's what I teach my clients Mm -hmm. to say. Thank you. More please. Thank you. More please. Always. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about working with Lindsay was that we'd have like our call, but then you'd also record it and then send it to yeah. me. So I still have like every single hypnosis session we ever did. And I still use them all the time. Like, it's just so helpful to have that library, um, which reminds me that you also have a membership that is like chock full of hypnosis. Yeah. So that's one thing I was going to say when you asked about the audios versus in person. So the reason I it feels like I was bagging on audios is because I can't be sure that they're taking into account suggestibility. With my membership and with my audios, they are different because I've tailored them specifically to speak to people on the literal side, people on the emotional side, people in between. Like it's going to have an effect no matter where you fall on the scale. Um, Mm-hmm. And my personal clients do get their own little mini library of all the hypnosis that we do together so that they can listen. Uh, and a lot and a lot of them do. I know you're one of them. They'll listen for months and years and anytime that they need because you have it forever. And it, you know mm-hmm. it's going to work because it already has worked and you're attuned to my voice. And so if you just need a reinforcement of something, uh, you, you're, you're covered. With the membership, um, you get access to all of my audios. I did change it, by the way. I just smushed them all into one big pool. So you you get access to all my entire library and there's more added every month. And they do, uh, they are made to fit all suggestibilities. So you don't need to worry about that. Um, and there's topics of all kinds. There's topics around money. There's topics around worthiness and goal fulfillment and success and inner child. Uh, there's a lot of new, there's soul path. There's getting a message from your intuition or your higher wisdom. Oh my gosh. We could spend a whole episode talking about everything that's in it, but you also get bonus content every month too. So there's different little courses that I put together that I add every month and you just, it's, it's really a nice little Zen place to go and get your mind right for lack of a better term. (laughs) Totally. I I remember like when me and Trev went to Florida and he was getting his eye surgery and I was feeling like super overwhelmed and stressed and like trying to take care of him with his eye surgery and he couldn't see. And like, I, I even had a session with Lindsay that I canceled because I was like, I just can't. And then I went and listened to one of her, her audios and I was like, literally brought me right back to feeling yeah. like grounded and like could tackle things. So I always come back to them. Yeah. There's something else I was going to ask, but um, oh yeah. How would you say if we we're going to talk about like body and or just manifestation in general, how does hypnosis help with manifesting? So manifesting and hypnosis are different words, I think, for the same thing. <laughs> the more, yeah. And honestly, I would never – I don't think I would have said this when I started because I just didn't really know 
Okay. But the more I work with clients, uh, the more I work with manifesting and the more I use hypnosis, which for me, it's been like 10 years. Okay. Uh, the more I realize, oh my gosh, we're just saying this, the same thing in a different word. Manifesting is aligning your energy and matching your desire, right? Mm-hmm. Hypnosis is aligning your subconscious and matching your desire. So whether you want to call it your energy field, which I believe the subconscious has a complete con- uh, effect and control and, and maybe a partnership with your energy field. I think that they're both our bodies in general, mind, body, spirit are all working together always, always, always. So if you can get your automatic behavior to believe that, oh, success is inevitable. Oh, I'm going to be rich. Oh, I'm going to be super healthy and beautiful on the outside as well as on the inside, uh, whatever beauty means to you, then absolutely it's happening because it's automatic in your subconscious. When you are manifesting and aligning your energy, you're really training your subconscious to believe that it's true. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So the again, the more I do this, the more I realize it's the same shit. Sorry, can I swear? It's the, same. Yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. I kind of think of it as like manifestation is like the conscious part. But then if you want to like supercharge your manifestations, like utilize hypnosis and the subconscious reprogramming, because like Lindsay said, like you could say affirmations all day long consciously, but if your subconscious isn't on board, nothing. Yeah. Gonna really and happen. I mean, manifesting, you know, they teach you to trust and allow and to let go of the lack mentality and to just believe, but okay, how? You know what I mean? Like, okay, great, great. Stop thinking negative. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Trust and allow, but how? That's where hypnosis is really great because it takes these things that feel so hard and feel against your nature because they are, you've trained them to be against your nature, not your fault. Society, again, Parents, well-loving, well-meaning parents will teach you things about lack mentality that you don't want to know <laughs> and that you, t- yeah. you shouldn't have to take with you because it's their belief and it was their truth. And so, of course, they can't help it. You know, I'm a parent. I'm sure I'm doing it too. We can't all – no one is perfect. No one can be 100% all the time. So you're going to be carrying things from your past and from your childhood that you just didn't plan on and that you probably don't want. Um and so, yeah, unless until you can get into the subconscious and realize what it is that isn't serving you and probably hanging around too long, first we want to make sure and acknowledge that it did have a purpose. It served a purpose at the time, but maybe you don't mm-hmm. need it anymore. You don't have to hold on to it anymore. You don't have to carry someone else's bag or even your bag if it's like so last season. Get a new bag. <laughs> Sorry. This is a weird <laughs> metaphor, but you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, that is a good metaphor. I love that. <laughs> Like just get a new bag, get a bag that's lighter and that maybe has some zippers. No, just kidding. Uh, But you can decide what it is you carry and what it is you let go of. And that I think is the biggest turning point in anyone's life is realizing, oh, I have a choice. (laughs) Oh, maybe I don't have to suffer. Maybe I don't have to just deal with it and settle. Maybe Mm -hmm. I can just be happy. Maybe I can be fulfilled. Um, And it is a process, but it's a quick one and it feels great. So (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I know for me, like I um, held on to like a lot of guilt and shame around my past relationship and try, I tried as hard as I could to like let it go and heal it and do all these meditations. Yeah, so much so and- that you didn't even mention it really until a couple yeah, sessions in. Until the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that just shows then- like your effort on like, well, I don't really need to work on this. <laughs> Yeah, but I did. And when Lindsay took me through a meditation with that, oh my God, it it like, it was like actually life changing for me. Um, it was like so helpful for me. Lindsay just like took me through this meditation that hypnosis. allowed me, sorry, <laughs> hypnosis, yeah, that allowed me to like release this, this baggage that I was carrying yeah. around that was so heavy and weighing me down. And, and like, I can't like thank you. And was it yours, because- right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we put so much on ourselves, don't we, throughout life. And well, I must deserve this. I must need this. I must have to feel like this because how, mm-hmm. why do I get to be happy? You know what I mean? Like there's so many different yeah. stories we tell ourselves that for some reason we believe are true and that's what makes it true. But you get to decide what's true. You get to decide what's true. Yeah. And I just yeah. think that's so – I remember that session. I remember you you, energetically, physically, your body language was different. You you did. There was a major shift that happened in that session. There were a couple, I think, that were really transformative for you. Yeah. And that's the one that comes to mind to me first because I 
witnessed, you know, I was able to witness it in real time, which is so incredible. And, and again, I will say like, look how powerful you are. Cause I'm just saying words, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I just know what to say to you to get your mind to do all the work. Okay. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like work, but it is still you doing it. You're still doing it. So you get all the credit. My clients get all the credit. I say words. Okay. But you say them in the most perfect way. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's what I'm good at. That's my strength. Mm -hmm. But I'm using tools that you already have. I'm using a power that you already have to help you realize that you have a power. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is, it's never going to stop being fun for me. It's never going to stop being transformative and amazing for clients who just decide that it's time. You know, I've, I've been with this long enough. I've dealt with this long enough. It's time. You get to decide mm-hmm. when the time is and I'm just here when you're ready, you know? Um, so what are some of your favorite client manifestation um, success stories or wins? So there are a couple. Um, a couple women that I worked with, for some reason, they were both trying to work on fertility and getting pregnant. And within like the first couple sessions, we did uh, a hypnosis around it. And the next couple weeks, they both announced they were pregnant. I was like, what? these are the things that impress even me. Like I'll, these are the things I tell my husband, like, oh my gosh, one of my clients today, like, here's what happened. Um, without giving too much away because confidentiality, but I can give him like a brief <laughs> synopsis of how amazing these things are. So that's one of the things that sticks out is, dang, anything with the body always amazes me. I know the body's connected to the mind. I know that it's communicating all the time, but to be able to actually adjust and 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 calibrate the body to get pregnant like it's it's never it never ceases to amaze me there's there's hypnotherapists right now in covid icu uh volunteering in those sections of the hospital and working specifically on the lungs and watching the oxygen levels increase as you know as they're doing these sessions it is unbelievable even to me who's been doing this for a decade how freaking powerful we are we can teach our bodies to heal themselves now, I'm not sitting here saying if you get cancer, do hypnosis. I'm just saying it couldn't hurt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, obviously, like, I I transformed my whole body through shifting my mindset. And right. like, so I totally believe in the power of that. Like, I, I dieted and worked out for hours and hours a day for years. Gosh. And it wasn't until I changed my mindset where literally I lost 35 pounds. Like, it was effortless. Like I, there was no dieting, there was no overexercising, and it was so yeah, <laughs> it's still crazy. To and I'm not that. a nutritionist, yeah. but I know enough about the body and the mind to say if anybody comes to me for weight stuff, I'll just be like, what What do we believe about? Like, what are we believing right now? And most of the time, I'll I'll recommend intuitive eating just for a week. It's not going to make or break anything. Let's just try and see what happens when you actually enjoy your food, because I will tell you. <laughs> It will have a different physiological effect on your body if you're enjoying your food versus kicking yourself in the ass every time you have ice cream. You know what I mean? Like it will affect you differently physically, which is nuts, but it's true. Um, so so anyway, so pregnancy, crazy. And it was it was within the span of like a month that both these women, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Uh, and then of course, Chelsea. You, brought life. you created life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was just so cool. It's just, it's just so cool. I, I can't even. Uh, and then of course, Chelsea, who broke a million bucks, which is one of her biggest goals when she, when we started together, she did two amazing things in my opinion. Number one, when she came to me, she wanted to increase her income, hit the million dollars. She also wanted to find her person. Both of those things happened while we were working together. She was working with no yeah. one else that, I mean, she told me she wasn't. And these two things happen. And again, incredible. Anytime someone's trying to manifest a relationship and affect, it's, we think that it's like affecting the other person's willpower, you know, but it's not, it's just aligning your energy and making yourself authentically you so that you can attract the right person. You know what I mean? It's manifesting. It's manifesting. Exactly. It's not affecting anyone else. It's just finding the person that matches that. That's it. And it's just it, when you put it in those terms, it just sounds so simple. And it really is. It just seems impossible because society and everything else tells us that it is, you know. Um, but anyway, so those two things. And then uh, really just, oh, well, <laughs> I did have this one client too who wanted to – her biggest dream, aside from doing hypnosis, this was just her dream. You know, she wanted to work on 
things that would lead her to this, but her ultimate goal was to have a platform where she could speak to an audience and tell her story and help, help people. <laughs> Within a few weeks of working together, she got signed on for a TV show <laughs> to, to, to uh, document her journey with, with weight and with, fit, uh, with being fit and her transformation. And she, she got on a Netflix show. So I was like, hang on. I think that falls in the category of getting a platform and having people to speak to and helping people. It's just yeah. those are the, probably the biggest things. I mean, there's so many, girl. There are so many. But those are the things that are like significant, like huge, you know, even from an objective mm-hmm. uh, standpoint. For every client, their own transformation is significant. Their own transformation is the life-changing, pivotal, earth-shifting moment where they get where they can just start creating whatever it is they want. Uh, I know there's more, and I'm yeah. waiting for it to come to me. But I'm going to email you later and be like, "Oh yeah, there's two. No, uh, there's there really are so many. Uh, but those are the things recently. I would say in 2020 that that really stick out as like, oh my goodness crazy. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up around hypnotherapy manifesting? I mean, you know, I just, I, I like to end my interviews by saying like, if you, if you forget everything we've talked about in this episode, just remember you already are using your power. You just get to decide if it's for your benefit or just to just let stuff happen around you. Nothing is ever happening to you. It's happening for you. And you get to decide what happiness and fulfillment is and you get to have it. It doesn't matter what your definition is. The only thing I say hypnosis can't do is probably like grow wings so you can fly out the window. I haven't seen that happen yet, but I'm not ruling it out. We just haven't seen it yet. Uh, (laughs) But anything else under the sun, anything in your imagination that you're just like, oh, but is that possible? Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. And you could have had it yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Not to put any guilt. There's no guilt. There's no shame. It's all happening in divine timing. Truly, truly, truly. There's no way it could happen any other, any other way. Everybody listening to this was supposed to listen to this for in this exact moment that you're listening to it, to hear and to have the words that I'm saying and that Tara saying assimilate and integrate into your body in a certain way that will make you think a certain thing or have a certain inspiration or take a next step, whatever it is, there's a reason it's happening right now. And it might not become relevant for a while. It might become relevant right this second. Just know that it's all in divine timing. You get to decide what your happiness means and you get to have it. That's it. So well. (laughs) And go join a membership. (laughs) Okay. Where can we find you and how can we sign up for your membership? And or work with you, but I don't think you're really taking on any clients. Well, I don't. I never say never because I don't know when this is going to air. But at this moment, I'm. I'm, Oh, really? Seriously? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, at the moment, I have openings in August, so that's what we're looking at. But first come, first serve. So whoever fills the August spots, then the next ones will become September, and so on and so forth. So the sooner the better. Um, That's for my personal sessions very, I'd say that's the most potent because I can speak directly to you. I can speak to your fears. I can speak to your hopes, your dreams, and we can uh, work together to create the life that you want. Um, The next best thing, if you don't want to wait and or don't have the investment to work with me one-on-one, that's where the membership or my digital program come in. The membership is probably the most cost-effective for what you're getting. You're getting a crazy amount of audios all uh, at your fingertips, you know, and all the bonus stuff to kind of, I would say maybe dip your toe in hypnosis, see how it works. But um, you, you've already been into it. You've already been in hypnosis. So you're probably going to be like, oh, this is familiar. Uh, it feels really, really nice. And you can kind of decide depending on what you want to work on, which audio you listen to. You can change it up. You can, it, you know, it's kind of like a like an all-you-can-eat buffet of hypnosis. <laughs> and there's, there's, a, there's a how-to video to know, to know how to get the most potent success out of it. And then the digital program is the first four sessions of my personal client program. So you're getting with the digital program, the first exact first four sessions that my clients get, they're just not live. They're not with you, but they achieve the same results, honestly, because again, I speak to everybody's suggestibility when I do my audios. I know how to do that. And I give you a kind of like a coaching on video sort of thing before this before the hypnosis and you still get the homework in between sessions you still get the audio downloads to keep forever and ever 
And it's just a really good way to get a head start with my personal programs without having to wait for months and months and months. Um, so mm-hmm. all of that stuff can be found on lindsayrobinson.com. And you can find me on Instagram, which is also Lindsay Robinson, <laughs> Facebook, Lindsay Robinson, uh, anywhere, anywhere, Lindsay Robinson, just Google it. Uh, but you'll have to spell it correctly because it's not normal. Just like me. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> I will put that in the show notes. But yeah, it's kind of like there's three tiers. There's like top level, I'll work with Lindsay one-on-one. Second level is like get the digital program. And then level three would be like join the membership and have the hypnosis buffet. Hypnosis buffet. Yes. I just came up with that and I, I like it. I think I'm going to keep it. Hypnosis, all you can eat buffet. Yeah. All you can hear buffet. Uh, and that's really just yeah. it, – it's really anyone can access this. Like this isn't – you don't have to have practice with hypnosis. You don't have to have experience. Uh, my work and really hypnosis in general is is uh, a modality in which you really don't need to have any previous expertise or or knowledge of it. What you're hearing from me now is enough for you to be able to just sign right up and be like, I'm just going to see what this is like. And get some really, really great results really quick. Like you guys could get start feeling really great today if you wanted to. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go do it. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah. It's because it's because exactly you're <laughs> hearing my voice and your subconscious. Like, wait, we're going into wow. hypnosis now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's actually so true. And yeah, yeah, you also have such a like a great voice for it. Thanks, thanks, dear. For you. <laughs> Um, cool. Okay. Well, I'll pop all those in the show notes. So if you want more of Lindsay and you also have a podcast, I do have a podcast. Oh my gosh. So the podcast is high vibe in it. I co-host it with my friend, Kelsey Aida. We just talk about spirituality, empowerment, self-development, self-love, manifesting him. I mean, we talk about it all subconscious programming, mm-hmm. limiting beliefs, and really just empowering yourself, uh, to decide, you know, to decide what do I want to feel? How do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Am I being that already? Uh, and and really get you living your most authentic self and creating your best life. It's really fun and it's really just a happy podcast to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yay. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Thanks, Sarah, I missed you.